Yeah, I just tell you first. In five minutes, I might have to run to the door. Got breakfast delivery, but yeah, uh, I'll just make. A yeah, no, nobody, nobody will hear you run. It's okay. Yes. No, but then, like, do you do you keep the video? Yeah, this is audio podcast, like. You can always edit everything. Okay, <laughs> so la, no then problem. you edit. No worries, no worries. Yeah. Four minutes, like. But I'm just going to keep this whole conversation in now, now that you've mentioned it. <laughs> Definitely will. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's, let's kick it off. Uh, three, two, one. Another exciting episode of Kopitiam Conversations, the marvelous weekly podcast where we talk about everything the government has to do. No lah, not really lah, not really. You know, personally, I couldn't be bothered, but then I was I was told by 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 Kevin about today, so we we have to run <laughs> something like this. Yeah, I was I was busy, you know, getting interviewed for the Spurs job just now. So yeah, that's why you were late, right? Ah, yeah, yeah. that's why I was late. Yeah. It's very funny that that both Spurs men's and women's team have uh, have uh, these uh, so-called concerns. They just sacked their 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 women's team manager as well. Uh, oh, is it? I don't know. Not doing anything as well. Normal. Huh? The women's team were doing very well until like you know midway through the season when they just start, went on a losing spree for like, I don't know how many games. <laughs> you got some Korean Korean player also, right? Chinese. Chinese, is it? Now I'm sounding incredibly racist. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You cannot. You cannot. Not allowed. Not allowed to be. But anyway. There's nothing about this. That's why I'm not chiming in at all. (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, Lion City Rock. If you haven't guessed by now, well, you should. Because if you you clicked on this thing, you must know that it's Lion City Rock. I thought it's Stop Uh, Sing Song. No. No, no, no. That's the other podcast. (laughs) <laughs> we, yeah, that's the other podcast. Um, yeah, yeah, and of course, my name is Chris, and with me again is our favorite uh, podcast host, Kevin Matthews. Say hello, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Yeah, well, you know what's been going on uh, over the past since we since we last chatted. Kevin and I just spent the the afternoon driving around <laughs> Singapore. Well, not not Singapore lah, just 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 one tiny bit of Singapore. Very uh, tiny. The whole country. Very <laughs> tiny bit. <laughs> Yeah, we wanted to, we wanted to do this really big epic like drive thing, but then we got we ran into like a uh, roadblock after roadblock. We ran into like traffic. Yeah, the traffic was terrible road. yesterday. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I think originally it was in Thompson and then yeah, Nepal. Uh, yeah. Because of yeah. all the construction oh, going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, the construction is is insane. You know, we we were, we were also talking about uh, our you know like 1993 was a big year for for Kevin and myself because it, it that was like what 20 yes 20 30 years ago 30 years ago 30 years ago. No, no, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> but you know, 30 years ago, I mean, like we we put out we put out our debut album. Kind A-Wall, of, you mean? Like, talking A-Wall, about A-Wall. Yeah, Awol's <laughs> debut album. Just to be uh, clear. Kevin Matthews, yeah, Kevin Matthews put out his uh his critically acclaimed uh, uh, <laughs> album called Democracy with the Watchmen. And, hey, so, uh, so 4,000 copies don't play play, okay? Yeah, yeah man, 4,000. <laughs> that's like, that's like 3,999 more Multi-platinum. Multi-platinum is bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 3,999 oh more than, than the AWOL album. So, uh, 
and and you know, so we were just thinking about actually, you know, there's so many. This this 2023 is actually a big anniversary year for a lot of local music, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, and um, very big. Yeah, so we thought, you know, which other albums um, also have anniversaries this year? So we just you know went down the line and mm. we stumbled upon this little EP that I that I first heard you now like ten years ago. Because at, at that time, uh, Kevin and I were we had just was it we had just formed the Fast Colors or something. It was just a couple of years into the Fast Colors journey, and uh, so so what <laughs> happened was uh, we I got in touch with the 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 band and I asked them permission to use their song for this thing, and uh, we actually did it. I think the following year, uh, um, after a lot of rehearsals. Uh, we 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 finally did it at a, at the night fest, the Singapore night fest in twenty fourteen. Mm. Night fest, night fest. Yeah. But why 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 do you need a lot of rehearsals? I mean, our songs like if you know like three chords, you play the same three chords, you can play our whole catalog. Yeah, th- firstly totally not, not true. true. Huh? And secondly, it us. Totally not <laughs> so true. we need a lot of rehearsals <laughs> just to get the intro right. Hey, fucking hell, just introduce them. Lah. Why are you taking so fucking long? Because I'm, I'm a media whore. <laughs> okay, lah. anyway, I want to just uh, get you guys into the band that is called Obedient Wives Club. The album or the EP was called Murder Kill Baby. And uh, joining us today are two of the two members of the band, Keith and E.T. Yay! Hey. So my favorite, my favorite story about OWC is how the name came about. <laughs> yeah, That's always yeah, a starting yeah, yeah, point. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, how the, wait, firstly, Obedient oh Wives Club, what is the name? You know, towards the end of, uh, towards the end of, 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 okay, the band never officially ended, but towards the end of, of uh, us being relevant, we stopped, yeah. we stopped answering, we stopped answering that question. But then we have, haven't answered that question in like, in like, Four or five years, so so yeah. so maybe we'll answer again today. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, because I can remember it very well. Lynette, <laughs> Even Lynette, though it's so long ago. <laughs> she would she would uh just go like guys, if these people Google, they will get the answer. <laughs> yes. Correct, correct. Okay, so maybe okay, maybe before we even get into that, like how did you guys uh actually get together? Um, mm. You know, like 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 because uh, you guys are were you always a uh, quintet a five piece? Uh no. So uh, okay, I wanted to form an alternative country band actually with Lynette. I <laughs> think Lynette Mark, you're the drummer, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I wanted to be the cheating sons oh. before the cheating sons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, but I mean, of course. Uh, I think I, I, I cannot play anything that that I, I had in my head. So the easiest thing to do was to play two or three chords repeated. Right. Okay. And then so initially it was it was it was Lynette and I. Uh so we had this band going on without any other members. Mm-hmm. And then um was it 2011? I went to Fuji Rock. Uh, with Inky and then uh, I bought a wallet from Japan I don't know why she's weird she carried her passport around so she got tax rebate for me (laughs) and then uh, the day that I collected the wallet from her was also the day that I met Lynette to to discuss uh, Obedient Wives Club and then she Mm. just went like oh it's Inky the singer I was like huh Inky sings 
And she's like, yeah, he does. And then so I, I texted her like, hey, do you sing? Uh, we've got this thing going on. Do you want to come and jam? Uh, so mm. she just said, okay. And then at that time, uh, we couldn't find a basis. Uh, so Robin, Robin from, uh, what band is he in now? Uh, typewriter. Uh, yeah, the DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better known as Kid G these days. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, suggested, he suggested a few bases. Um, one of them being Amy from Livonia. Ah, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I never contacted him because I don't know him. Uh, then I had a few friends who wanted to play but never really committed. Mm. And then one of my friends uh, told me like, hey, my brother, my brother plays the bass. He used to play for Stone Revivals. Mm. Uh, he's interested. So we got Man in. Okay. Then, uh, so <laughs> that was that. We, we went for our first jam. I think, what, what, what was the first song we ever did? Uh, I Love How You Love Me, right? I think so. Yeah. Oh, and then okay. the, I think seven weeks in, uh, Robin got us a show. Uh, with interlude and uh, shelves. At Home Club. Home Club, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah home Club. Yeah. And then that was when <laughs> we, we, we hit uh, Panic Station. I think we wrote... Curse. Yeah, he already cursed. Oh, yeah, that was when she got real. Yeah. <laughs> so we wrote, we wrote five songs. We wrote five songs in two weeks. Wow. Uh, we played five songs at home. No, we played five originals at Home Club. We did like two or three covers. Hmm. Uh, I think three covers we did uh, we did the best coast version of that Leslie Gore song and then we did that Tarantino song Bitch something uh, uh, Bitch Magnet uh, and we did that Shimmering Star song I can't remember what what is oh did we I think so okay and then uh, at the end I don't know people are asking for an encore we did that boy again so we did that boy twice in our first set uh, this is 2012, is it? No, yeah. 20, 2011. Oh, wow. 2011. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah, sounds right. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> no, 2011. 2012 would be when we were yeah, recording yeah, yeah. Michael Baby. 20, yes, 2011. 11. Right. Sorry. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, yeah, I'm the one with photographic memory, so, so <laughs> for the history, listen to me. Uh, yeah, so, but in between that, Daniel Sassoon gave us a show at at uh, Tiong Baru Park. That was with uh, hmm. Sons and Cutlers. Le Park. Uh. Yes. Le Park. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, <laughs> so after that, things just picked up. And then, uh, wait, you're going edit, to edit this, right? You all want the real story or the, or the nice version? Of course, the real story. <laughs> la. Real. La. Okay, Keep the it real. real story. <laughs> Pre uh, Sherry, we actually had another guitarist. Maybe uh-huh. don't Yeah, I won't name him, but uh, but the vibe was way off. Uh, I mean, so like, that guitarist was actually at home club. Yeah, so he played the first show with us, but he got fired shortly after. Oh, because uh, yeah, a lot of shit lah. So <laughs> so we decided to play uh, lepak as a four piece. Right. Yeah, and then we were we were actively looking for guitarists, mm. but we didn't want to make the same mistake where where we had to explain like like all our ideas to 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 the guitarist, even though like he's technically better than than all of us. Uh. Mm. So we we actively seeked out an obedient wise club member, not not a guitarist, 
and then we mm. found Sherry. Mm. Yeah, and uh, me and Lynette had two moments. One was when uh, Inky sang her first note. Me and Lynette looked at each other and nodded our head. I was like, that was it. Yeah, and then when Sherry played, we did the same thing. Also because maybe no one else bothered, la, but... but No, and, and props to Sherry when she came to play with us for the first time. She came prepared. She came with like, ah, I got some ideas for, for existing oh, songs. But, but she didn't own a guitar. Oh, yeah, right. She didn't own, she didn't she own a guitar. She had acoustic. Yeah, so, so she borrowed. She mm. borrowed. Actually, throughout, throughout her whole tenure with us, it was all borrowed guitar. Even our last show at Laneway, it was my guitar. And I borrowed the guitar I was using from, from somebody else. Yeah, but she, she just fit in like... Times are hard, man. <laughs> she just fit in. She, she was totally on the same page. So, yeah, because I think she, she was the one who, who, who realized the whole uh, Obedient Wife Club sound. Because mm-hmm. only when she came on board, like, you know, we could, we could do a lot of things that were in my head, like the melodies and, and all these sweet little lines. Uh, that was very early 2012, yeah. I think like January, February, because I think when we were like 10, 10 12 weeks in, we got Sherry already. Ah, okay, okay. And, and wasn't there some kind of issue with babies? Oh, yes. So we, we auditioned, oh. yeah, we auditioned as a four-piece. Mm. Okay, uh, but by that time, Sherry was already in the band, but we didn't submit her name in the form. Yeah, so when, when we... No, 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 because uh, we submitted it before she joined. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then we, we, we were being law-abiding, you know. <laughs> we, we read all the terms and conditions, so we didn't bother to, to, to you know, uh, add her in and we auditioned as a four-piece. So uh, we got in and then uh, we realized that she was really, really important to the sound. We told them that we wanted her to play. Mm. Um. And then they said, no, we had this really long meeting. We had this really long meeting with them after and one of our shows. complications. Yeah. Oh my God. And then uh, we threatened <laughs> to pull out. But wow. the way we threatened to pull out was Lynette sitting forward really close to Cecilia. Like, then I think we're not going to play. And then Cecilia went like, okay, then, then Sherry can play. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, what is the fucking big deal? I have no idea. Yeah. And, and, and the, the, the most stupid thing was they said that, oh, uh, we just watched your show and we don't think that Sherry added a lot. Like, like what the fuck? I think she's the most... Like, like something so must be wrong. So if she didn't add a lot, then just let her in. Lah. Yeah, right? It works. It cuts both ways, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, it, you know, it, 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 this, this is the kind of argument that, that's like, a, like when taxi... Last time, uh, when we used to have a lot of taxis and stuff like that, and then the taxi driver will try to haggle you out of 10 cents, right? And then it'll be like, well, you know, I give you, I, it's 390, I give you four bucks, that's my change. And the guy will go like, well, it's only 10 cents, what? So I'll be, yeah, then if it's only 10 cents, then you can pass it back to me, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it works both ways, yeah. But, but I mean, like, was, was that the first, that, was, that wasn't the first gig you did with Cherie, right? Oh, uh, the right. first gig was actually that night at Pigeon at Hole. At Pigeon Hole, that night? Yeah, that night, night itself. Yeah. Oh. yeah. The, the day that we auditioned for Baby It's was the night that Sherry made her debut. Wow. With the oh, baby. All this. 
names which you need to explain to the kiddies out there. Yeah, yeah. Pigeonhole, <laughs> Pigeonhole used to be at Creek, Duxton, Duxton Road, right? Up, up top. Uh, yeah, 50, 50. I, wow. I can't remember. This really nice place. Yeah, it's it a was. shop house, uh, pub club mm. kind of, I mean, uh, yeah. kind of place yeah. Yeah, up yeah. there. Very nice. Cool, cool place. Nice. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. It has to be cool because on their opening, they invited me to play. So therefore, must be cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be, there used to be. I, I remember they used to have all these like, uh, uh like, uh, like sessions like Nick Chim and all that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Nick Chim was like was like resident. Yeah, like yeah. 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 Okay, so so I mean, so you guys play a pigeonhole, and then after that, you guys did the baby show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else to eat? Uh, yeah, at that time we had a lot. In those days, you guys were playing a lot. I yeah, think. that's what that's what I, I kind of thought as well. I mean, like like because yeah, but then I, I I have to I have to say that the one thing that I don't miss is playing live. I absolutely hated playing live. <laughs> I never played sober. <laughs> the rest of them will make a lot of noise, but I cannot play sober because because I'm afraid of crowds. You're afraid of crowds. I mean, okay. Okay, that that's <laughs> do you guys I mean because I remember going to I mean somebody was telling me I think actually you know I think it was a man's brother whom I used to work with. Uh and he said, Oh my brother's got yes. a band. And I was like, Oh really? So since you want to talk about local music, why don't you go check them out? So that that's the same man who recommended Sulaiman to Keith. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. I, I, I've known I've known Hidiaman since uh, he was in JC. Wow, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we used to go to Moods together for shows. Right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah, he was the one that he was the one that uh, that asked me to go and check out check out you guys. And I was like, well, you know, yeah, I, mean, I guess they can work on the arrangements. Up. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my brother to tell tell the rest of the guys that. I'm like, no, 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 don't tell me that. Just based on one opinion, <laughs> you know. What I mean? no, but but for us, we always we always like. Uh, constructive criticism. I think yeah. we listen to everyone. Right, right. And that is also why we never, other than the first show, mm. we made a point never to invite friends to any of our gigs or to share our music with friends. Because if only your friends uh, listen to your music or go to your shows, mm. then, then you don't know your real audience. So I mean, a lot of the fans became uh, personal friends. Right, right. But yeah, they were all strangers from like from like the second show onwards. But I was fanboy from day one. <laughs> but then I kind of know you anyway. <laughs> yeah, but then I mean, we can we can rely on you to give us actual feedback. What we were, we were just saying, like if it's just friends who come, usually friends will be like, "Oh yeah, that was great." Yeah, 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 really yeah, 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 yeah. True, 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 true. <laughs> I don't know about what you guys feel, but for a lot of other people, um, you know, playing playing the baby stage is a thing, right? It, it's like it's like one of those like uh, uh yeah, like like you know, tick, that, tick, your, tick the boxes tick. definitely, but it wasn't the end game. I think yeah. our end game was always laneway, especially like the early laneway where mm. where people thought that our music 
um, was really a good fit for the festival because all the acts that were playing, yep. like, like, you know, girls and beach house. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. All, all these acts were major, major influences on 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 um, our music. So mm. that was always <laughs> the end game. That is why we, although we officially haven't announced anything, we haven't played because I mean we 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 completed we completed what we we set up to achieve. So that. yeah, <laughs> achievement unlocked. Isn't it? <laughs> Game over. <laughs> Not game over, but you know the game. Pause. Don't have to go but... next level yet, so just pause first and then go and go and mark <laughs> yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, so, so Murder Kill Baby was just the first. Uh, this was not the first EP, right? Was it? Uh, there was no, another the one before. One. I remember there was a tiny little. Okay. Yeah, the first one was terrible actually because it was me alone, uh, playing. I think I think at most, uh, okay. To put it into perspective, I had maybe like two or three guitar tracks uh, on the first record. I think total number of tracks on each song were less than 10. Right. Mm. Uh, Murder Kill Baby, we had like 40, 50 tracks on each song. And then wow. by Cinematica, I think at most we had like 74 tracks on one of the songs. Wow. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, because during the recording of, C- of Cinematica, I was convinced I was Brian fucking Wilson. So I watched Love and Mercy. I mean, so I, 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 yeah, I didn't play much. I was just sitting there with Pat, and then I was just like, like pushing the rest of them to. That's your sound fight there, Chris. Okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Murder Kill Baby was written very, very shortly after the first record. Yeah, because yeah. the first two came out like in quick succession. Yeah. The first EP was a. Was squeezed out with whatever we wrote for home club la. so that oh. was really like that was really rushed and and yeah like what you said the quality was not great because we were playing and then we just i don't know some, some and i mean so even like ambient records yeah <laughs> and, so I'm, and, my, and i'm a very very limited player so <laughs> a lot of things that i had in my head um i couldn't realize mm. i mean if you really want to want to listen to the songs on the first ep i think you can check out the the in-between recordings. I think we re-recorded that boy and uh, this is it, Sherry. So it sounds a lot, a lot better. Oh, what was it like uh, getting into it? Because like, like you said, the first one was just based primarily just you pulling everything in. But now that you have, you know, uh, formed a fully formed squad, or what was the thing that, that sticks out most uh, during those sessions for from? I think yeah, the love. And I think the excitement and Murder Baby was 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 released on the on a Scottish label. Mm. Uh, and then I think they, they did the cassettes, mm. which I think kickstarted the whole cassette thing in Singapore, like revived mm. it because before us, nobody were doing cassettes. But after us, there were lots of cassettes. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, the label had people like Dirty Beaches and uh, the vocalist from Lady Tron. Right. Uh, yeah, releasing stuff on it. So, yeah, so we were very excited to, to be in that company. And then also we had our own studio, yeah. uh, quote unquote. So yeah, it was, it was a really fun process because we would 
show up at 11 a.m. on, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We go out until like yeah, four we or five hang out to four or five. Uh, I mean, on some days we, we wrote a lot. Uh, on other days, we did nothing at all. We just uh, hung around. Uh, <laughs> Sherry, <Yeah>. Sherry would <laughs> eat a lot. She would eat throughout the day. Uh, <laughs> Leonard and I would basically just be smoking by the window. Uh, Mom would be tweaking stuff. Uh, Inky would be eating with Sherry. I'll be playing with the cat as well. Yeah, <laughs> or like just figuring stuff out on, on the keyboard. Yeah. And then 5pm we'll just go like, hey, let's go for dinner. It was it was kind of our space, but also because Alan was always there and push us. Yeah. So when I'm yeah. gonna say you cannot cannot not mention Alan because the space that we played at um was like his space and then he mm. we got to know him through the very first show that we played with Interlude. So we, we got to know him then and then like slowly we became friends. Um mm. and it's one thing he just mentioned that he had a space no it was that night actually oh yeah he was like hey we have a space do you want to use yeah he just very generously mentioned yeah i have a space i have a setup and all we we wanted to play wow and such a nice space like it was just a space for for him to like work with and then interlude also goes there to play so they had all the gear there um how to say like the whole period of time when we were doing it uh doing mother kill baby the loft is always there and then when it came down to finally recording uh, Alan himself had a lot of ideas and he also told us like, okay, he would like add some things even though or he'll add some elements on his own and he made it like a structured recording like, rather than like <laughs> EP would be just like anyhow <laughs> yeah so definitely that was I mean even then I would say of course it's not a full professional recording but I think he made it a proper EP mm. for us yeah after Miracle, I think I saw you guys performing it was it the night fest as well? You guys did a night, a couple of nights. Oh yes, yeah, we did two nights. Yeah, and I, I, if I remember correctly, I, I saw you guys you were playing in the field that was um, this night fest. Okay, for those for those young people who are actually listening to podcasts and don't know what night fest is all about, <laughs> night fest was organized by the National Museum, uh, uh, and was done over a couple of weekends, usually uh, at, at night, of course. Um, and the whole performing area or the event area would be stretching across um, Ras Basa from uh, Cathay, I would say Cathay Cinema, all the way down to where the substation was on one side and then to Bras Basa Complex on the other side. So it's actually a very, it's a very, very big kind of area. And there'll be several stages set up, um, you know, uh, along Armenian yep. Street, there was one stage set up there um, in the, 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 where SMU is now. Yep, SMU. Uh, there are a couple yes. of couple of stages set over there. Um, I think at the National Museum site, there's also a stage there or something. And, and there'll be different things happening, like, like light shows, you get mm. bands playing, you get people doing all kinds of performances, like artsy performances. And of course, all the food places will come out. And you know. So it was a very, uh, literally, I think, you know, just in terms of the size, it's one of the biggest like, festivals in Singapore yeah. that, you know, Concentrated festivals yep. in Singapore, right? So I, I remember yep. seeing you guys. I think you guys were playing, and, and there was the back. So you guys were playing. At, were you playing at the one at the National Museum? Because I distinctly remember you guys there with the backdrop of the museum. Uh, we were playing at SMU Green. Ah, yeah, the one facing yeah. right. The same yeah. stage that you guys I think. Yeah, that 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 show was really fun because we had a big budget. <laughs> that was why we had string section I was and like say, yes. oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Kevin yes. was we the one who was over the top us up with, 
with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but Sherry didn't play that show, you know, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, you don't know, right? Because we've got a doppelganger. True. We've got a doppelganger to play. Yeah. Rachel, Rachel from Lost Weekend to stop in for Sherry. For Sherry was in Europe. Uh, yeah, she was playing Primavera actually with, with Bot Spice. Spice. Okay, okay. Mm. Uh, then uh, it, was, oh, it was it was really stressful because Rachel didn't want to learn Sherry's parts. Uh, so I had to play all of Sherry's parts. Poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I realized Sherry plays all her lines on one string. You expose her secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was fun, man. Like, we, we managed to get quite a lot of people to come in. I think we had three, three violinists. Uh, yeah, two. we had Josh, who's like super big time now. Yeah. Josh, we, yes. Three yeah. violinists, yeah. Two three, or three yeah. backup singers. Like, I can't remember. Wow. Two, uh, yeah. Okay. I remember watching that and we were like, I was going like, wow, okay. what, a, what, a, what a big... Yeah, yeah, it was something else. Brian Wilson at work in. <laughs> just the start of the Brian Wilson yes. years. Okay. <laughs> the... Didn't you also play at the other side where, was it the... the uh, yeah, that was the, 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 the following year. Yeah, the Armenian, uh, Sherry got, got, got scolded by Lynette after that because <laughs> uh, she used a red strap and Lynette do not like I mean she, she Lynette does not like red straps uh, like the one in your in your back <laughs> yeah. that's hilarious also. So, see that that was the thing so when we were asked to play uh, Night Fest we were like oh okay who, yeah. who are the other guys going to be playing there and then they didn't they didn't give us like a full list so we so we going oh okay well oh Obedient Wise is not playing let's do one of their songs instead because they're not going to be there we can represent them on the day itself we go there and then suddenly we Actually, two bands, Pinholes and Obedient Wives Club. We had done these two. No, songs. I don't think we played the same year. Was it the same because year? Because when, no. when we all covered Murder Kill, no, no, no. I was, uh, we were in the front row. Yeah, oh, the crowd right, one, right, yeah. Right. Right. No, no. I remember no, that distinctly. Because by that time, I know Prashan already. Oh. Uh, okay, I remember okay, Prashan okay. going to Changkang, asked him, So today you check in where? Because Changkang used to check in at all these weird ass places. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. On his, on his, yeah, uh, yeah. On his Instagram so and stuff. Yeah, because I remember watching you guys and it was the SMU stage. Right. But yeah. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, we weren't playing because if we were playing, I, I wouldn't be watching because uh, when, when we played, I, I don't think so. Because, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. okay. You know, everybody wants to so-called make an impression on stage, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. But you guys seem to be very content and very like self-assured and like, oh, we've got all these like cool songs and we're just going to do it and you guys are going to like it. Yeah. And then that's it. And, and of <laughs> yeah. we, know, we know that we look good, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean... Uh... People like sometimes always focus on whoever is singing, right? But I'm just not the kind that was like, yeah, I do like serious stunts and stuff. So no lah, it's just <laughs> you just give up a friends hanging out on stage vibe. <laughs> but I also yeah. think it's subconscious that that we do the whole thing well, cause like Lynette always tell people we got three marketing professionals in the band. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it's like I'm just thinking now and reflecting, right? I'm like, wow, I must have seen you guys like millions of times. I'm just thinking of all the places I saw you play. Oh my god. Like, like Smoke, I think of Artistry, RDO, remember RDO, yeah. that place? RDO was, was one of my favorite shows, yeah. actually. That was top, fun. Top three. Wow. Uh, because, yeah, at that time, uh, I hated Fragments. We dropped it from our set. Right. Uh, the rest of the. And then uh, people asked for an encore. We had nothing, uh, so we played fragments. <laughs> At that time, we haven't played fragments in a very, very, very long time. Right. Okay. Uh, so she forgot the lyrics, but people were singing to it. So yeah, a lot of feeling. Uh, and and we don't have lyrics for reference because I'm very private about <laughs> about uh, the things that I write. Then got the train station also. Yeah. But I mean, the setting was nice. The setting was nice, yeah. but I didn't like it. Yeah, but. Not my not my top three shows. My top three shows hmm. were most probably the shows. <laughs> no, no, no. My top three shows were the shows that we DIY actually. Yeah, we kind of. Uh, uh, okay. I mean, we were playing so many shows. Uh, like all the shows we were playing were shows that we were booked for, right? right. Mm-hmm. Proper payment, blah blah blah, and to to the kids listening to this now do not ever play for free do not ever play for exposure know your worth yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah uh, I mean we have never said yes to anything that paid less than what we asked for or like or if like people lowball us blah blah right mm. shows that we wanted to play like uh, once in a while were shows that we DIY um, we brought our own equipment Lynette would, would bring her drums mm. yeah she would like get a Get a vehicle to bring down her whole set. She'll go down early to set up the set. Yeah, we'll bring uh, everything from our studio to the venue. Yeah. So we did three DIY shows, uh, night and day. Yeah, mm. so the first one was night and day. Remember night and day? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, um, yeah, so the first one was night and day. That was when Sherry had bought Spice or so. So, right. um, All right, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Sherry, dream. Sherry, Sherry yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, live stream. And uh, then um we went night and day. So Lynette and I we went down to like check out the place. We brought down fairy lights, we put up our own fairy lights. Mm-hmm. Then that's when we got to know the owner, Kelly, from there. Ah, okay, okay. That was very, very supportive. And right, uh, right. yeah, so at that time, I think it was Bot Spice, one of one of Bot Spice's first show in Singapore. So we have a yes. friend who's in Thailand who's uh, very good friends with Sherry, and she's like, I want to watch, I want to watch. We set up a camera and then we did live stream. This was like fucking 2014 or something. Yeah. We were ahead of time, yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one, one viewer in Thailand watching our YouTube. <laughs> yeah, the second one, the second one was Adio. Mm. Uh, we mm. did it for Robin because was Robin working. again. Uh. Robin. Uh, yeah. And, and we get by with a lot of help from a lot of people. Yeah. And then uh, the third one was Analog, analog, yeah, vault, analog vault in the Esplanade. The, the, the record shop at Esplanade. Uh, right. We, yeah, that's it. was there. to promote Cinematica. That was my favorite show. I was drunk as fuck. We got, we got a whiskey concert <laughs> in. Yeah. I didn't play with the rest of them because the place was too small. So I played uh, amongst the crowd. I was just standing amongst the crowd uh, playing. And then I remember after a song, uh, Bo from uh, Sops was beside me. So I told him, hey, hold my guitar. I went out to get another cup of whiskey. Yeah, that was so much fun. It was so fun because I, I don't even remember how it was um, 
like brokered with analog, but then we actually got like a window sticker. Mm. Like, wow, who gets that for an indie band, man? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then uh, the best thing is after that, Leonard is like, guys, they actually like like gave us money. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, huh? We, we were there to promote our record. It was like, yeah, our own show. Like, and we wanted gave, to play. Yeah, like, it gave us money. Times are good times. Really, for some reason, people were just supportive of us and agreeable to our request. And, yeah. and, yeah, and the money uh, really is more us. than what the biggest festival in Singapore pays. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I think I always tell Keith we were the right people, right time, right place. Like if we were to do it now, it's very different. I think a lot of the a lot of the younger folks is so much more smooth and sophisticated and technically talented than us. But we had this I don't know, like I said, lot just like friends coming together to do something kind of vibe. <laughs> and yeah. and that was a good time where there were a lot of other bands all playing, all Yeah, active. but that was also like uh I don't know, in my opinion, I thought it was like the golden age of music. Because oh, yeah. there are two, two music, there are two periods of music that I really like. It's like uh, all over the world, like everything you touch, any record you pick just sounds good. One was uh, the Britpop era. Okay. Uh, the whole early to 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 mid nineties. Yeah. Anything, uh, anything that you picked up anywhere in the world is good. Uh, I mean, you can pick up like 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 a grunge band from 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 Seattle. Right. Or like some like. I don't know, band from like Oxford. Just buy the CD from Tower Record. It'll sound good. Mm. The bands in Singapore's uh, in Singapore were, were 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 really awesome as well. I mean, Humback Oak. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. I was I was spinning along to uh, my one and only a lot as a kid on radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then after that it was a lull for me. I thought it was a dark period. Like I wasn't checking anything new, checking out anything new uh, from the late nineties to to the late 2000s. Mm. Like, I, I, I couldn't get into any of the uh, garage rock revival bands. Like, I never liked the Strokes. Mm. I like Too macho. What bands were there at that time? Uh, the Vines, the right. Datsun. Yeah. They're all the same one. Uh. <laughs> yeah. guys, yeah. like, the guitar was really terrible. And then, uh, the late 2010s, uh, no, the late the late two thousands. Uh, mm. Bands like Vampire Weekend, Best Coast, Dolls, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Beach House, all these all these acts came out, and then in Singapore as well. Um, you know, like Obedient Wise Club and Cashew uh, mm. Chemist. Proper mm. indie again, uh. yeah. Uh, yeah, pleasantry, mm. like mm. yeah. So I don't know, man. I think like every every twenty years or so, like something will come out. Yeah, that's why, because like, what I always love about you guys was, to me lah, it was like, quite genuine, like, 80s indie pop, C86 kind of vibe. Yeah, I think, I think that was the intention <laughs> at the start. about these recordings and stuff like that um, apart from just the, the music and the content so what I actually liked about your, your things were, were the covers your, your first your first mm. the first EP I love that cover uh, and I also yep. love the Murder Kill Baby Me cover too. Yeah. oh my god uh, do you know that kid is now back two. two what? <laughs> really? 
a small girl now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Time flies. Yeah, time flies. <laughs> time flies. <laughs> yeah, Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. So once in a while, when she comes to our house, we were like, hey, hey, do you tell your friends that you're on an album cover? <laughs> so, uh, and she's at that teenage age where she's like, no, no, like, I say, like, this time, if you ever want to see, we still have it, okay? Like, this was you. You're ahead of my time also. <laughs> Who, who came out with the idea to, to do those, those covers and stuff, do it like that? Uh, me. Actually, uh, I did all the design uh, for the band. Uh, record covers, uh, gig posters. Wow, wow. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, press Putting kids. this graphic design background to good use. The, the name Mother Kill Baby actually came from that kid. That's it. When she was around four or something, uh, we were we were having dinner as yeah. Inky and so I she's, having dinner she's with her friends child oh, yeah okay. yeah and then she took a knife from the table and she just kept going like, I'll murder you I'll kill you yeah <laughs> oh my God. Kill you yeah when she's like toddler age I think oh so my I don't think God. <laughs> but he yeah went, immediately he I just friends. immediately yeah. went like our next record is gonna be called murder kill baby. Uh, used to teach her very very bad things but it's okay now she's a well adjusted teenager into K-pop and everything so yes okay. as a regular teenager should <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know because you've been doing all these gigs so many gigs in between I think that that was one of the good things about uh, about you guys at that time also where you guys mm. are constantly gigging you know like literally yep. like every other weekend it's like Oh, Wicked White is playing a gig. Oh, okay, here they yeah, are again. Yeah. They can't think. Which was good because I mean that you know that that kind of like put you out there. You but I mean like for yourself, I mean what, what, what I'm gonna put you guys on the spot was so, like your spinal tap moment. Do you have any spinal tap moments while gigging and stuff like that? You know, or, or what was the the most uh, uh, embarrassing show or the one that you you want to forget the most? Ah, uh, the, the 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 PAP gig. What? So, so one day, we received this email from someone from PA. Right. Asking us if we wanted to do a show at Telokura Park. Mm. So at that time, we were going into the studio to... Is it to, a national to, day or something? No, uh, but we were going to the studio to record Cinematica very, very soon. Right. And uh, we need of getting a grant from NAC. So mm. uh, we just thought that if we don't get a grant, then any money that we get is a backup. Mm. Okay, so uh, we quoted them our price. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first time, no no negotiation at all. 20 minutes mm. later, they just like, okay, confirm. Mm. Wow. Uh, we didn't to ask, you know, who was on the bill, blah, blah. Um, and then uh, on the day of the show, uh, I think I was... I, was, I just thought to myself, this is going to be really, really bad. Um, I messaged Bo. I told him like, hey, come down. So Bo was the only person in the crowd sitting in the front row, like like a Thai, like the ghost, like that, sitting in the front row. While <laughs> the rest of the aunties were eating buffet. Uh, we, we rushed through the set. We were done in like 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah. And the act that played after us was a duo doing National Day song covers. Uh, it was so bad. Uh, five minutes after the show, we were all at Garden Slug at the Lokurao. You know, it was bad la. It was no, like I think it was small just a, and it was a hor- It was it was not a show that we would normally play. No, and, and I mean based on the audience, you know they're not they're not they don't know what you are playing lah. Honestly, yeah. I was like, 
Background entertainment, yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, we 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 made it a point to only play shows that would that would suit our music. Like we will definitely not play like a metal show, right? Just a metal band will not play an indie pop show, right? Mm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a totally different different set of audience. Uh, we will play shows that 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 you know we we feel would have the same people attending as, as I mean the same kind of shows that we would attend mm. as uh, an audience so uh, yeah that was really just just played for the money <laughs> <laughs> Cinematica. Um, I mean, apart from apart from Keith's uh, Brian Wilson tendencies, what was that like? I mean, because I, I I really I really dig that 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 album. It was actually uh, an Inky solo record. <laughs> yeah, because at that time I don't know, man. She had this app on her phone where she would write songs, so she would come in with almost complete songs. Ah, okay. Like, like, uh, with with the structure down to like like uh, certain drum fills and like guitar lines so she would go there directing the rest of us like hey sherry play this uh uh lynette you can try like this yeah. this feel uh and then uh, man will do his thing because because man man was technically better than all of us yeah uh, like man we just had to tell like maybe you can play like uh you know, something a bit more complicated and just the bass notes and you come up with something you're like, yeah. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. And, and doing recording man is a one-take wonder. Like, oh. Everything one-take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then for Cinematica, I think most of my contribution was actually the vocal melodies. I would tell Sherry. Like, for the vocal melodies. No, you, you wrote it, but I would say like, okay, oh, I, want, okay. I want like, you know, like this layer and that layer for harmonizing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I wrote all the lyrics for, for like from day one. Right. But uh, during recording, I, I played almost nothing because I, I liked to Sherry that my fingers hurt. So she played all my parts. Uh, she played everything on the record. Wow. Except, except the guitar solo on Baby Bye Bye. So what I did was a really big move. Yeah, um, but she knows. Yeah, but she knows. <laughs> okay. She knows. Okay, okay. So, uh, in her Sherry, in her typical Sherry, she's like, "Hey, why you let it?" <laughs> in the whole Obedient Wives Club catalog, there is one guitar solo, "Baby Bye Bye." Right. Okay. Uh, she played that solo. It was her solo. She wrote it. Uh, when I went into Patrick's studio, uh, he said, "Okay, Sherry recorded a solo. Uh, he played it for me." I said, "I don't like it. I'm gonna play over it." So I stole her thunder in the ho- in our whole catalog. One guitar solo she played. I took it out and I played nothing else on Cinematica. I played that guitar solo oh, and that's it. it. Wow. That is, yeah, that's a dick move. <laughs> that's an even bigger oh, dick yeah, move than lying bass. about not being able to. I played bass. I played bass for all that remains. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> for all that remains, um, Man plays guitars. He yeah. came up with this uh. guitar riff that the other two of them could not replicate somehow. Right. We don't know. <laughs> 
what he played, but he was like, man, can you, like, can you swap for just body song? And he, okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Even like this really kick-ass guitar feel on uh, Factory Girl mm. uh, was done by uh, one of our friends. Mm. Yeah, who was actually a fan who used to come to our shows a lot. Oh, then, okay. Uh, I remember. <laughs> we went to dinner with her uh, on the on one of the nights that we were recording. So she came over to the studio. She just she was just doodling over the song. Yeah, yeah hey, that sounds really good. Her track in her head, uh, in her earphones. Uh, and then she keep just it in, and then we got her in yeah. to record. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Then we had two different trumpeters also on Cinematica. So Cinematica, because we managed to get a grant, mm. we really just went like, yeah, let's do whatever we want. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. So we had oh, and trumpeters. the trumpets. Trumpets on, on one of the songs was her pushing, pushing Skong like crazy to <laughs> get no breath. Oh she just dragged the note. There's one long note at the end of the last song of the EP. Yeah. So he had to hold the note and uh, during recording after he held it there, I, go, I gave him a thumbs up. Very good. He... <laughs> so Laneway, was Laneway the last gig you guys Played. That was like 2017. 2018. 2018. Uh, in 20, yeah, but actually in 2020, <laughs> uh, I said no to, to Baby Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, because Baby were doing this very scaled down yes. version, right? Yep. Uh, yep. So they sent us an email. They could only do a two piece. Yeah, because uh, it was later we found out because it was in the middle of nowhere. Like Charlie Lim played like on that Papa? parking island in the Kapa Ark. Mm. Uh, so they wanted us to do something behind the stage of the concert hall as a two-piece. Uh, but by that time, we were uh, working on our own stuff. So we wanted to do that, but it was all electronic. And then they couldn't accommodate a laptop. So so I said, no. Lah. I mean, I don't know how to translate it to an acoustic guitar. And I mean, there's always been us, even if it's the two of us, if we cannot you know, put on something that is good, then we'll not do it at all. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so, I mean, like, with, with for Laneway itself, like, did you guys know that that was the last one you guys were doing? Yes. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Actually, actually, uh, it would not have happened at all if, 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 if we didn't do babies. Yeah. Uh, we played our second babies in 2017. Yeah, when right. we, when we, where we closed the Friday? one of the stage. Yeah, mm. I think it was Saturday. You know, it was a Saturday. Oh. We closed the second day. Uh, because by that time, uh, I think we all hated each other. Uh, the, the stress of recording uh, our pet sounds. So, <laughs> yeah, we all hated each other. And then Lynette was like, if we don't play this, we have to, re- we have to return the money to NAC. Oh, right, right, right. So that was yeah. for the, that's like a launch kind of... Yeah, so we were actually supposed to do a launch. We wanted to do a projector, hmm. but by the time, yeah, the record came out, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. But, but uh, during rehearsals for Bay Beats and after we played Bay Beats, the vibe was, was very good. Hmm. 
Mm. Uh, so I think we all became friends again. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So when 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 uh, Linway came about, we we took it lah, mm. and and we ended up. I mean, we ended on a very very good note. Mm. Uh, that was why we never officially announced anything. Mm. If uh, any festival is willing to pay us double of our usual fee to to do a reunion show, then why not? Hello. <laughs> But I think, uh, like what he said, I think we would maybe reach a point in time where we're like, hey, maybe we don't want to, we don't know if we want to do this anymore. La. And then Laneway came and then like, in, like we said initially, all of us are fans of Laneway. All of us have been to Laneway many mm. times. Mm. And it was like, uh, oh, you know, this opportunity, you can't, you can't turn it down. Mm. So we all decided to play and then it was unspoken, but we were all on the same page that this was probably going to be our last one for a while. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Go out on the bank. <laughs> so that was why uh, Sherry was playing the that long guitar solo like that. Is it? <laughs> oh yeah, fragments. No, yeah, actually that was she... her recreating her first baby's moment. Oh what? yeah, she, she knelt down on the floor <laughs> during her first baby's playing fragments. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And stole and stole my thunder for for because I I was I was trying to make a political statement. Uh, I, I wore a t-shirt with the names of all the people who were wrongfully imprisoned right. for the Marxist conspiracy. Right. Uh, mm. Was hidden under a jacket. So fragments, I took out the jacket with, with uh, all the names on my t-shirt. Right, right. And then she did her, 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 her guitar solo thing. So. <laughs> and then that was it. La. <laughs> people only think of one thing after that. Yeah. <laughs> Just knew law that Laneway would be mm. sort of put on a good show, have fun, and then yeah. Mm, mm, mm. And then I, I think for a a bunch of people who never set out to do this seriously, never or even set out to play a show or to make any. Yeah, events. we went to a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean the other the other bands that the other Singaporean bands that were playing with us at the same Laneway. Like City Boy, Major, they're like professional, professional, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have these like five, not kids anymore, like these five people like, hey, hello, we're here to play a show. <laughs> yeah, we, we set out to, to play for shit and giggles, that's yeah. about it. <laughs> On the same bill as you guys, such a joke, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the, the fact that, that there are still people who, who remember that, I mean, I think yeah. it says something about you guys. as uh, And also that. like personal accomplishment, a lot of, the, the the people that I used to go watch as as a kid, as a teenager, uh, started uh, giving me advice. Mm. Like Robin, like Daniel Sassoon. Daniel Sassoon was very, very important because he used to come to our early jam session. Yeah. While we play, he would, our he would adjust our settings. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 And then Mamat, Mamat from Astro, mm. uh, Astro, one of my favorite bands. Mm. Uh, he gave me tips on on how low to play my guitar. Right, so must always know your waist. I just think really, really, we I don't know. Maybe we are just all nice folks. 
but then a lot of people have really like I said a lot of people have helped us and given us tips like I think after one of our very first shows I was freaking starstruck like back then when Facebook Messenger was still a thing mm-hmm. Facebook is still a thing Chang Kang messaged me and sent me like words of encouragement I was like oh, <laughs> uh, in the very and early days oh we God. suddenly got an email from Nigel Hogan right I uh, just emailing us, uh, telling us that yeah, he likes okay. what we're doing. And I was like super starstruck because uh, up, to, <laughs> up to the end of our jam sessions, um, after I tune my guitar, it's almost like ritual. I'll just play the intro of November 91. Oh. Yeah, I mean, uh, even both of you also, for some reason, we just met people and then people have just been very willing yeah, to ask. And like, like, yeah, and like, Kevin is Kevin always around. Shows. Like I said, when I, was a, when I was a kid, I used to sing along to yeah. one and only. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We're just very lucky people. Yeah, yeah. If there was a thing, would you actually, would you guys actually like want to get back together just for shits and giggles, like you said? I I would lah, but 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 first we need to pry the net away from from her job. Yeah, she's uh, if you look at her Instagram, she's never in Singapore. Well, like one one week in Taiwan, one week in Bangkok. Wow. And she- not even Singapore. Yeah, Sherry's not even in Singapore. Yeah, Sherry's She's big time artist. Living the life. Right? Yeah, slimy oddity is big time. <laughs> a really busy hustling as well. I I look like shit because I was working till like 1.30 a.m. Oh my god. This morning. Oh, someone's got to pay for the house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Life happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hashtag life happens. <laughs> Hashtag time flies. Uh, <laughs> no, but... but <laughs> But no, but time flies when you're having fun and, and it's really it's really been fun talking to you guys, man. Thanks so much for yep. for agreeing thank to you, come thank on you. to this to this pod. Thanks also very me. nostalgic remembering oh, all the things that we did together. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Ooh, and for the first time I'm not banned from, from, from talking. I used to be banned from talking at, at interviews. <laughs> and for written interviews, I have to go through Lynette. So whatever Lynette, that answer, will, yeah, will, they will, will proofread. <laughs> okay, okay, but thanks, thanks so much uh, for, for for taking time out. Seriously, it's been it's been fun, and and you know it's all, yeah. I, I was I was like talking to people like you guys. You guys actually have a, a wealth of experiences. So I th- I think I think like what what Kevin said was like, you know, once in a while, all these different things all come together. But, but different background. But indie people are basic as fuck. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> likes beach house. Everybody likes Wongkawai. <laughs> Like, like everybody reads Murakami. Like I always tell people the story. Uh, on the way to Fuji Rock, I was on the Shinkansen. I sat beside this like Australian guy. We both pulled out a Murakami book. Oh then, my god! Right, and then we went like Fuji Rock. So, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. But, I mean, we all like to think that we are not sheep, but, no. but we are all basic AF. <laughs> Thank you once again. Uh, hopefully, Thank we you. can meet up again on go for kopi yes. sometime in a kopi Yeah, okay. come over to our place. Uh. Uh. We are like super centrally located. That's true. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should, uh. we should do that. We should do that. Yeah. Send invite over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, now, uh, now we're inviting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you all go and plan. Let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can, I can. Monday. Yeah, your plan. Just let us know. <laughs> I'll get Daniel. Soon. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can, can, can. Yeah. Let's do it. Yep. 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 Can, can. Set. Thanks so much again. See you, man. Take care. Bye. 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 
And that's it with Opinion Watch Club. And despite the amount of time that we spent with them, we didn't still talk about how the name came about. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, so as you can tell, um, you know, very, uh, like I said, nostalgic. Uh, because, you know, we kind of spent a lot of time together and watch a lot of shows, watch a lot of their shows, watch a lot of other shows together. That's why we've also played, right? Fast Colors has also played. Uh, on similar shows, you know, in fact, one show with them. Oh, the Fred Perry, yeah, 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 the one at the train station. Yeah, 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 yeah. train station, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Train station. So we are the same geek, the train station, yeah. I think that's a good representation, uh, encapsulation of, like I said, that period. A lot of things were happening. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. You know, at the time, I used to I used to admonish people who would tell me, yeah, there's nothing to do here in Singapore. I said, just... That's absolutely not true back then, yes. Yeah. Just go anywhere, man. Like every other place had a gig featuring, and and we're not yeah. just talking about your your usual nightclubs and pubs and stuff like that, where where you know yep, your yep. your your covers bands are playing. But I'm talking about like, yep, yep. like you know people right. playing original music everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, so check out you know the Obinawise Club. Mm. Um, you know they're not really very active now, but you know they, I think that all their recordings you can find on all these platforms. Yep. Yeah, uh, Spotify, Apple, yeah. whatever. Uh, I, think have, probably have, I think they have a bank camp also, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just, I mean, there's such a distinctive name. So you just Google Opinion Wise Club, you'll yeah. find them. You can also find like you know, uh, I think Cherie. They mentioned about Cherie's stuff, and she's also doing or. Yeah, she has quite a few different <laughs> person personas as well. You can find Bot Spice. You can find her other uh, incarnations as Pastel Power, and Tom as Tom Girl. Girl. Yep. Uh, yeah, and if you like this episode, uh, please give us a like uh, or share this with your friends and tell everybody about Lion City Rock um, because it's good, you know, that, that's all there is to it. It's, it's just good. <laughs> and, and, and subscribe and follow us uh, so that you know when the next episode is dropping. And, uh, you know, we've got so many more stories to tell. Like, like I mentioned up top, 2023 is such a big anniversary year. For, for yes. local music so we're definitely going to be highlighting right. more of those um, we will, we're going to do a series of like re-listens right? re-listens yeah re-listens <laughs> on, on some of the key albums from from uh, and who are celebrating the anniversary this year re-review re-reviews oh that's a good one yeah yeah okay re-reviews <laughs> of albums that uh, are celebrating an, a big anniversary year this year so, 10 years 15 years 20, 25 years 30 years 45 40 years 41 years, 42, whatever 100 years. Yeah, can also like any, any one of those. Um, <laughs> drop us a line on yep. the Fast Colors Facebook and Instagram page. Uh, just say what, just let us know what, what kind of uh, albums you want us to review. Yeah, anything yep. else? That's it. Uh, we'll see you uh, in the Lion City Rock. Yeah. On the Lion City on Rock. The in the Lion City Rock. I was trying to think of what is the best. <laughs> Who's the best conjunction oh, on, to use this? Yeah. It's like keep on line city rocking. Mm, oh, yeah, it's a bit corny. Yeah. Mm, so keep see. in touch, line city rockers or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Keep the line city anyway. rocking. Keep the line city rocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you around. <laughs> See you. Bye bye.